mud cradling in the crevices of your hands, forming tunnels of dust, lunging over a stream, using the water as an adhesive to hold the mud against your skin, being the only body armor you have to victory. The amount of pain shared when leaving isn't the same when thinking of returning back. This is what it's like for an illegal immigrant to cross the border to America, including the challenges one faces when finding a home in a new country. The persistence to find better is what brought them through the grunge venture to pursue the American dream. Good afternoon, I'm Sochi Herrera, and this is my podcast, Red, White, Green, American Dream, along with the translations from my interviews. Throughout the years, the American dream has been the foundation for most Americans who are wanting to pursue a good career, house, or family. This, of course, is a no-brainer, but what if you're not an American citizen? Does that mean you're not allowed to have the American dream? Here today, I'm going to give insight on what it's like for an illegal immigrant wanting to pursue the American dream and the what-ifs on the move to America. To start the American dream, it is commonly achieved through persistence of hard work and education. Except those from Mexico come with nothing, which makes it harder for them to achieve their dream more than others. With the lack of resources, the outcomes of achieving the American dream has decreased. For instance, Lopez goes into the generations of anticipations for the American dream. These anticipations started at a 77%, but after being in America, they made up at least 62% of the U.S. public on a 2016 survey. As you can see, this number of anticipation did indeed decrease. This was due to the minimal income they would receive when working and finding their stability in America. Considering this survey took place a while ago, I decided to conclude this question in my interviews. Bill, a production manager at HB Specialty, would you say that completing your dream was harder than you thought? He said, yes. I didn't think that my education in Mexico would be different in America, making it harder for me to find a job and to start my American dream. Seeing how Bill struggled due to where his education took place really stood out to me. It made me wonder what other struggles were out there besides education differences. After dabbling on the internet, the main struggles for immigrants was the divide they had with their culture along with America's. I got a front row seat when reading about what Reed's family went through goes into how his family started from nothing when coming to America, just as Bill mentioned when it came to look for a job. Despite these odds, Reed's family had the sense of security they needed in order to pursue a living in America. In his journey, he goes on the feel of America and the ways that differ from Mexico, how being included was the toughest challenge he had to face considering he was different in cultural and language. Taking this in mind, I wanted to see if Bill had experienced any of this. 
Bill, did you ever feel a divide when coming to America? He said, yes. Even though I had more knowledge than my other co-workers, they still wouldn't take my form of criticism when it came to the machines we worked with at work. In fact, in the team meetings I was never ever invited to is where I felt left out. Except later after those meetings partook, some co-workers would come later into my office to see what I thought in the end, which made me think that what I had to say was valid and the only reason it wasn't heard was because where I came from. Asking the same question to another interviewee, Mary, a former painter and waitress, her response was similar yet different from Bill's. She said, I was always taken as uneducated because English wasn't my first language. I still struggle here and there, although feeling not included in a group wasn't hard for me. I was always able to make friends at the jobs I worked at. The cultural divide I have felt was not being able to be as free as my other friends have been in America. Still being an illegal immigrant can allow one to be overly cautious and be prepared for the worst outcomes. Seeing how these two individuals had their own sense of not being welcomed, I looked more into what Maria had to say and see what she meant by being prepared for the worst outcomes. In this informative interview, a woman named Yolanda Verona goes into how she has been deported but isn't wanting the same outcome for her kids. She, along with other mothers, know what Mexico has to offer. In Mexico, there is a lot of violence, drugs, and poverty, and I don't want that for my kids, says Verona. Verona also mentions how her kids won't be safe in Mexico because the cost of of good education and protection isn't easy to make in Mexico's currency. I didn't know what Mary meant by keeping a low profile, but after hearing Verona's story and the struggles of raising kids in Mexico, I can only imagine how hard it would be to make a living and to start a family there. So I wanted to see if Bill or Mary would agree with Verona. Was having kids in Mexico an option for you at this time? Bill said, no. I didn't want to have kids while I was living in Mexico. I didn't want them to struggle like I did. I was always wanting better... for my kids and them being born in Mexico wouldn't leave them much options. In fact, my American dream isn't complete as long as I know they have completed theirs. As for Mary, her answer was quite similar yet gave some background on why she left Mexico. She said, no, having kids in Mexico wasn't even an option for me. Seeing how I couldn't provide my own parents in Mexico made me realize how I couldn't provide for any of my own kids in the future. This is the main reason why I fled to the United States in order to be there for my parents and provide for them. When I was able to do that, then I thought about starting my own family in America. 
After seeing how both of my interviews have moved on to the second step of their American dream, I wondered if they truly completed their dreams. Have you accomplished your American dream? Bill said, yes. Although I'm always the last one to come for advice at work, I would say I'm quite happy where I am pay-wise, along with the security of my family being saved and provided for. The only thing I'm waiting for it to be fully complete is to see my own children will do with good education and being there on their side when they complete their American dream as well as I did. As for Mary, she said, I would say yes. I have been able to provide for my family and kids. That was the initial goal for my American dream. But after a while, I think I accomplished more than what I thought. Seeing my kids go to college and pursue their American dream is what would complete mine. After seeing how this was their greatest accomplishment, it made me realize that the American dream sure has its way of looping itself in the circle of life. With the interviews I contain, I can truly answer my questions, such as, do you need to be an American citizen to complete the American dream? The, that answer is no. After all, all the odds that were thrown in the ways of Bill and Mary, they were still able to achieve the American dream. As for my second question, if you're an immigrant, does that not allow you to have an American dream? The answer is no. The American dream applies to anyone who has a beating heart and blood rushing down their veins. In total, the American dream can be fulfilled no matter where you come from or background you have. Thanks, Bill and Mary, for the interviews and letting me translate your answers. Also, thanks to those who joined me on this journey to hear my red, white, green American dream podcast.